Hi all, and welcome back to Her Story. Thanks for joining us for our fourth episode. As you might have noticed, we've chosen not to go chronologically with our podcast themes. We want to be open to covering whatever historical topics and events we're interested in, so we're doing a bit of jumping around. And with that in mind, we'd like to dive into the subject of today's episode, the role of the American First Lady. From Martha Washington to Dr. Jill Biden, the position of the First Lady over the last 200 years has been filled by many unique women, all of whom have had various interpretations of the duties of the role. While we'll explore some individual stories in a bit, why don't we start with a little background? Good idea. Although the Constitution provided extensive detail about the duties of the president, it neglected to mention the role of their spouse. As such, when the nation's first, Martha Washington, assumed the position, there was no general consensus on what she should be called. During her husband's presidency, Martha was referred to as Lady Washington, Mrs. President, or the President's Wife. The term First Lady didn't see an appearance until Remembrance of the Washington Presidency, published 40 years after Martha's death, referred to her as the First Lady of the Nation. The term gradually grew in popularity, but wasn't cemented into the common lexicon until Eleanor Roosevelt held the title in the 1930s and 40s. So what did Martha Washington make of her unprecedented role? It wasn't a position she held eagerly, that was for sure. Following the colony's victory in the American Revolution, General George Washington expected a quiet return to his home in Mount Vernon, Virginia, but instead was met with clamorous demand from American citizens to head their new government. Washington felt a strong sense of public duty and agreed to take on the role. Being that the temporary national capital was New York City, this forced Martha to uproot her life in Virginia and make the move north to be with her husband. Her role as president's wife meant hosting high-profile social gatherings and managing the presidential household. Martha wrote in letters that she was felt very lonely and isolated in her capacity, but she knew she was creating a template for future spouses, so she did her best to play the role. During the 1800s, president's wives generally kept a low profile. They refrained from publicly displaying any involvement in the political dealings of the presidency and mainly assumed roles as hostesses of White House social functions. Dolly Madison, who lived in the White House during the early 19th century, was primarily responsible for setting the standard. Madison held high-class gatherings where she entertained dignitaries and also hosted weekly social events. Her behavior cemented the role of the First Lady as the president's ceremonial, politically uninvolved counterpart, which remained the model for the next century. Because the First Ladies had such a great proximity to the president, many social justice causes viewed them as the ideal candidates to espouse their causes. Harriet Lane, the wife of James Buchanan, became a great proponent of the welfare of Native Americans. Mary Todd Lincoln championed organizations that helped emancipate slaves. Helen Taft promoted safer working conditions for laborers. The function of First Ladies as policy advocates has continued through to modern today. In the early 20th century, the role of visual media and the press expanded rapidly across America. This cultural shift meant that images of First Ladies were able to be circulated more quickly and widely than ever before, and the subject of their appearances developed into a highly canvassed topic. When Frances Folsom married James Cleveland in 1886, she became an instant public celebrity for her youthful appearance, and her image was immediately utilized in product advertising across the country. Jackie Kennedy, who inhabited the White House in the 1950s, was particularly revered for her timeless, elegant fashion choices. Fashion greatly influenced the ways in which the public viewed not only the First Lady, but her husband's administration and leadership style. Stylistic choices were viewed, whether consciously or subconsciously, as symbolic of the themes of the presidency, and as such were highly scrutinized. It's not a concept of a bygone era, either. 
When the Obamas lived in the White House, entire vlogs were dedicated to debriefing Michelle's outfits. During the next administration, Melania Trump infamously wore a jacket emblazoned with the message, I don't care, do you? First ladies are aware of the communicative power of their wardrobe selections. All right, let's rewind the clock a little bit. How about we dive into the story of the woman often called America's most revolutionary, influential first lady? AKA the woman who married her fifth cousin? That's the one. Eleanor Roosevelt was indeed a distant cousin of Franklin Roosevelt, and they even had the same last name. So technically, she was Eleanor Roosevelt Roosevelt, (laughs) but she's known for a lot more than that. Roosevelt became the first woman in the position to really get politically involved with activism. She fought for her husband's policies, civil rights, and the feminist movement. Even after FDR's death, Roosevelt continued to be involved in government. She helped to form the United Nations and was the first chairman of its Human Rights Commission. Her work paved the way for her successors to be more involved in politics, advocacy, and public policy. Two similarly activist-minded women who followed Roosevelt were Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama. Although many roles may come to mind when one thinks of Clinton, Senator, Secretary of State, and 2016 Democratic Party presidential nominee, Clinton's first famous position was as First Lady. During her time in the White House, she focused on tackling health care issues. She was head of the Task Force on National Health Care Reform and was devoted to passing legislation to benefit women and children. Michelle Obama also targeted the issue of national health, but in a slightly different manner. When Obama accompanied her husband to the Oval Office in 2009, she was already an accomplished lawyer and businesswoman, but she spent her time in the White House focused on contributing to her husband's agenda. She championed healthy eating by revamping the lunches offered in American public schools designed Let's Move, an exercise initiative that aimed to reduce childhood obesity and create a vegetable garden on the grounds of the White House. Both Clinton and Obama were public champions of their husband's politics, yet broke themselves out of the typical first lady accessory role by becoming proponents of issues that were important to them. Personally, I find the role of the first lady to be so interesting because it's a position that's inextricably wound up with politics, and yet it's not an elected role and has no officially designated duties. Although there is historical precedent, there's technically no rule book for being the spouse of the president, which has forced each woman in the position to define the role for herself. To quote President Harry Truman, I hope someday someone will take the time to evaluate the true role of the wife of the president and to assess the many burdens she has to bear and the contributions she makes. The role of the first lady is undoubtedly complex from a public and political standpoint, but what about from a personal one? The decision to thrust yourself, your marriage, and your family into a permanent spotlight to support your spouse's career is not uncomplicated. That's interesting food for thought to end on. This topic particularly resonated with us as, in this podcast, we aim to highlight the achievements of women that are oftentimes overlooked. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a first gentleman at some point in the near future. I hope so. This is Her Story, where women take you through history. We'll see you again next week.